and welcome to the podcast. My name is Emily. And as always, I'll set the scene for you. It is currently um, Friday, January 1st, 2021, 11.45 p.m. And in three hours, I have to wake up and go to the airport because I am moving back to Seattle, back to my college town to live my college life. And you may be wondering, Emily, why are you recording this now when you could have done it, you know, a few weeks ago or a few days ago? What's wrong with you? And to that I say, oopsie. (laughs) I tried recording this like three different times and I just like couldn't get my thoughts together. It was very jumbled and like wasn't organized. And if you weren't sure, this is my big 2020 episode where I analyze everything that has happened to me and um, just like reflect on the lessons that I've learned and set my goals for next year. Even though I've never done this before, but like that's what I'm planning to do. Um, So it's a lot. And it's not like I'm a perfectionist by any means, but I just like found it cringy when I listened to it over and like it wasn't perfect. I was just like unsatisfied. So you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And first I want to preface this episode by saying that I will be complaining a lot about a lot of first, well, not first world problems, but just like I acknowledge that so many people had this year so much worse. So many people lost their jobs, lost their homes, lost their families, died, literally died. And truthfully, I had objectively good things happen to me. Um, And, you know, I just have to acknowledge that before I do a bunch of complaining, even though what I'm going to be talking about is actually valid. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, And I basically want to start off this complaining session by stating that I have bad cholesterol. (laughs) And you may be wondering, like, okay, first of all, Emily, you're like a 19-year-old, like, skinny, like, healthy-looking person. Why do you have bad cholesterol? Like, how does that even happen? And second of all, why are you bringing this up? This has nothing to do with anything. And to that I say, my bad cholesterol is a symbol of how my 2020 went and almost a reflection of my mental health um, transforming into like physical deterioration. And so basically, I struggled a lot with my mental health this year. Who didn't, right? Haha. <laughs> but yeah, it was really bad. I've always kind of dealt with depression and like anxiety and mental health issues. But this year, I just like have literally never experienced this much pain and just like not being okay ever. Um, 
Yeah. So now I'll explain why I have bad cholesterol because you guys are still probably like, what what are you talking about? Like how does how are how are how do these correlate? Mental health, physical health, like hello. Um, I eat healthy. I actually eat a lot healthier at home than I do in school. Side thought. <laughs> but basically, when I came home in March, I fell into some shit happened to me, plus the pandemic. Basically, I fell into really bad depression that basically, like, all I did for three months straight was cry (laughs) and lay in my bed and watch TV. And this laying in my bed um, even after, like, my mental health became a little bit better like in the summer it became more of a habit and on top of that I stopped exercising in April and I have been laying in my bed ever since um even still to this day and I try to exercise it's just so incredibly difficult when you stop and you know I'm not I I don't know this just sounds so like dramatic like literally I could like this is not the end of the world like I can still fix my health and my cholesterol and all that and like I can start exercising and like get out of my bed I bought a standing desk (laughs) um but just like the point is I like remember laying in my bed And my whole body would be in pain and like my neck would ache and my back would feel like crooked and like I could feel my scoliosis getting worse and all that. And I just remember thinking to myself, like my body is deteriorating, but I also had like this side thought um, in the back of my mind being like, ah, whatever, like I'm young, like, like I feel shitty now, but like it'll get better soon. Like, I'm not, I won't be like this forever. And I think um, it was definitely a wake-up call that, like, um, I don't want to say, like, oh, I'm getting old. But, like, um, I need to get my shit together and, like, move my body because it's bad for me not to. Um, And also, I think it was the first time ever that, like, my mental health issues reflected my physical and I think it just like reminds me about how we don't take mental health seriously and I don't know especially like my family and like I think like growing up immigrant and Russian and all that mental health is definitely not taken seriously and so I kind of internalized that and I that's why I have I've still yet to like seek out therapy or like other forms of help because I just always felt like it's a like something I'm dealing with my in my brain it's not like a real thing that exists in the world um and so seeing it I don't know. And then like having having it affi- affect my physical health is when I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. This is really bad. This is really bad. Which I think is kind of sad that it had to take um, 
my mental issues affecting my physical health to understand how serious my problems have actually been. So yeah, I'm just like, I'm not even complaining anymore at this point. I'm just kind of like overanalyzing things. But yeah, all I could really complain about 2020 is just like being stuck in my room with not as many real world distractions as I have been used to has been insanely difficult for me. Um, And I can't even like express how horrible it feels. Like if you know, you know, (laughs) you know, but yeah, all I can say is I think 85% of this year I have felt horrible, including like the past, including the past two months. Yeah, but um, besides that, I feel like going through that and I don't know, like having all this time to like think and overanalyze and like have all these anxieties about everything has caused me to like age, like... (laughs) I always say that like 2020 has aged me so much. I feel I look I look back at pictures from like even February and I'm like I look so different. I I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. Low key my hair is what made me look like I was 12 and like now I've middle part. I know. It's big. But um I don't know. I like look older. <laughs> I look damaged. But I don't know. And like mentally, I feel more of an adult than I've ever felt before. Um, Yeah. And I think that also this is the first time ever that I think I have truly learned the meaning of responsibility and accountability. That's always like the first thing that comes to mind, especially recently. Um, in the past, I didn't do a super good, good, super good job at like my part-time jobs. And I've always felt a lot of anxiety thinking about that and how like I didn't give my all even in like you know, like part-time, like minimum wage jobs. Like I always wish that I had put more effort into it um, because I always regret like the relationships that I lost or like damaged or yeah, or just like the the wasted time is what it feels like. So I feel like um, I've been working at the coder school for a really long time now six months, seven months. Um, And this is, I always say that like, I fucking hate kids. And, you know, some of the time it's true. (laughs) But I have not enjoyed a job more than this one. I mean, yeah, it's definitely insanely easy. But it's almost like very satisfying to like, work with kids and like see them have fun and all that but like okay back to like responsibility it's like 
I have forced myself to um, keep up with like just like having good communication with my boss. Like I would in, in, in the past, I would have trouble with that. And it sounds like a insanely small thing and like a very simple thing that you would think that, you know, a person that is younger than 19 would have already learned, but yeah. Or even like in school, I have finally figured out like what works for me and what uh, helps me like do good, get good grades and um, keep up with the coursework. And it's all about like putting myself in a position where other people are relying on me. And therefore I feel um, an extra push to like keep my shit together because it's like, it's not just all about me anymore. It's about everyone else. And I think that's where my work and uh, school mindset has changed so much this year. And it's not even, in terms of like the school stuff, it's not even about getting good grades per se, but it's about like actually keeping up with the work and learning the information. Because I think in the past, the reason why I have done bad or, you know, gotten a bad grade on a test or like whatever is because I've, I fell behind in a class and didn't bother to actually learn the information. So I think I finally figured that out. But also who knows, because I took really easy classes this quarter, which is also why I did well and like was it was easy for me to keep up. So I don't know. The, a skill that I still haven't learned, which maybe is would will be one of my New Year's resolutions, is um to know when to quit and not feel ashamed of quitting. Um And with that said, I want to move on to how I feel more secure in my abilities in terms of, like, what I want to do with my career. Um, I am going in to tech, a very broad word. Um, I want to be a product manager, I think. I'm very open-minded. We'll see what happens. But as of right now, and as of, I don't know, for a really long time, I wanted to be a product manager because I really like the, I don't know, I I like to be involved in what is relevant and cool and interesting. And to me, that's technology. But I also love working with people and creating things or fixing things or changing things and just wearing a bunch of different hats and getting, I don't know, getting a chance to like do something different every day and also also be involved with like the organization of things. Just, I'm a very big picture person And so product management 
just sounds really ideal to me. So that's what I'm doing right now. But back to the main point, I, for a really long time, even when I was like doing well in technical classes, like programming classes or whatever, I would still feel like insanely terrified to um, not do school anymore and like go into the real world because I didn't actually think I would be able to get jobs and succeed um, and not only succeed, but actually like know the information and be able to like produce things from the information I know. Um, which is frustrating that I felt that way. Um, and you, you guys may be familiar with the term imposter syndrome. So many people have it. So many insanely people smart, insanely smart people have it. Oh my God, it's late. I'm sorry. Um, I should learn more about it. I don't really know, but I don't know. I think especially like the past few months, I've been applying to jobs and I've been doing well in my classes. I've been putting a lot of effort into my classes. I got a TA position from based on like the knowledge that I acquired from the class. And I've been doing the whole networking LinkedIn thing. I feel a lot more confident in my abilities. And also, I feel more capable of, I don't know, doing the things that I see other people doing and I look up to them. I don't know. Didn't explain that very well, but I don't know. And then also, like, yeah. Okay. I guess that's it for that point. Um, I am also moving right now, and this is kind of related to, uh, like the whole the whole topic of um responsibility and like adulthood and all that i'm moving and i that that felt like a very scary thing i originally was planning on dorming for the all of my second year um but that obviously didn't work out haha <laughs> corona thank you um but the reason why I was dorming was honestly because I was scared to deal with the whole um, apartment search because I thought it was some confusing um, closed book type of thing where only adults really understand what's going on. And if I tried diving into it, I would make mistakes and people wouldn't take me seriously and this and that. Um, and so I'm proud to say that I dove in and found an apartment, was in good communication with the landlord, got everything for, figured out. I have two roommates, shout out if you're listening, um, 
And I think I very noticeably like tried to take control, um, not only because I'm a control freak, not only just that, but because I wanted to like actually give myself the experience of like figuring all the shit out, you know, calling the utility company, like setting up the Wi-Fi, like finding cheap furniture, like trying to figure out transportation, like buying my plane ticket, all these simple things that like to me seemed insanely scary and insanely difficult. Um, And the biggest thing that I learned from this experience is not only am I capable of being an adult and being on my own. Oh, by the way, I'm moving on my own. Like my parents aren't helping me in any way. Um, Not only like am I able to do this and like I like am no longer reliant on my parents for like organizing things. I'm still, I'm still reliant on their money. I'm not going to lie to you. Shout out. Um, but I learned that there's no huge, there's no like black and white between, uh, childhood and adulthood. It is all one and the same. Um, I think one is just a little bit more boring and a little bit more scary because it involves a lot of transactions. And um, I think I'm very scared of like being scammed or like being tricked in some way. Um, But it's literally all in the same. All one of the same is what I mean. Which is interesting. All these adults that um, when I look at them, they seem like so much older than me and so much scarier and like they know so much more. They are literally just like me, but just older. Like I honestly, I personally feel the same as when I was, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever. And I guarantee I'm still going to be, I'm going to be a different person in 10 years, but I'm going to be the same me. I'm not going to be thinking very much differently in terms, I don't know, I'm explaining this kind of badly. Whatever. We're all just kids. We're all just dumb kids that don't really know anything, but pretend like we do. So that's cool. What else do I want to talk about? There's a lot that happened this year. Um... Um, yeah, relationship-wise, um, yeah, now when I think about my relationship situation stuff that happened in 2020, that was, like, low-key, so freaking exhausting mentally, and when I think about, like, the comparison between how much I thought about, like, this person and, like, the situation that I was in versus, like, the, like, objective truth of it. I find it crazy. Oh, my God. That's probably so confusing. Um, But what I mean is, like, I probably saw this person, like, literally less than 15 times, and yet this person affected, like, my daily I don't think I don't think a single day has gone by in the year 2020 where I didn't think about this person 
And that is, I'm trying to push myself to um, have more of the it is what it is mentality rather than judging myself. Because what I was about to say is like, oh, that's insanely frustrating. And like, it makes me upset that like this person took up so much of my um, brain capacity with the objectively like objective nothingness of the situation but in the end it is what it is I romanticize a lot of what happens um because I really want something incredible uh and I always think that like I, you know, I always say everything happens for a reason. And sometimes I think I take that a little bit overboard. Um, and I just kind of like make a lot of things up in my brain. And I'm like, oh, like, eh, whatever. It's not really important. But, and like you guys know, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. Um, but what am I trying to say? I don't know. I do not regret what happened. Like, I don't regret the relationship. So dramatic. So dramatic. I don't regret anything like. I don't regret continuing to talk to him for so long or like being insanely attached in the first few months of knowing him. Um, Even though I beat myself up for it a lot and I talk very judgmentally about similar situations with other people, I now see that it's like things are just not always black and white and I think I've taken up a very pessimistic point of view from my mother perhaps I don't know but some things that I did learn from the relationship although it was not a relationship but I it affected me a lot um was what did I learn? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Again, that I, I learned that I am capable of having strong connections with people. Um, both mentally emotionally both um like mentally emotionally and sexually um which I honestly never had that like all three of those in the past um I think I have an idea of how I want 
like someone in the future to communicate with me, how I, oh, most importantly, how I want to feel when I'm like with a different person or like with, with my future, whatever. Um, like how I want to be able to like tell them anything and say anything and not feel like judged or like alone or anything. Um, I think something not that good that came out of this, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure yet, but I feel like I have definitely, I, I used to be like the type of person to say like, oh, if you're feeling something or if you want to say something, like you just say it. Like there's literally nothing, um, I mean, like, I I mean that as, like, a woman. Um, I think um, in modern times, like, we hear that, like, you have to play this game to, you know, get a guy's attention or, like, it, like the guy should always be the first, the first one to, like, make the move or whatever. And I've always been an advocate of, like, oh, just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, there's literally... Like, nothing is real. Like, you, like, <laughs> do whatever you want. Make the first move. Say whatever you want. You know, don't wait 15 minutes to text back all this shit that, like, people do, that girls do. Um, but truthfully, I think I got just a bit more toxic this year because I think that I got hurt multiple times and that made me feel like I couldn't be 100% myself which is frustrating and I hope that I won't carry this not that great habit on to like a future person that I'm with we'll see what happens um what else did I learn long distance is shit always knew that um, what else? I learned that I think literally last, like exactly a year ago, I was fairly hung up on, you know, the idea of losing your virginity um, and not, and it being, like, a very weird and, like, not weird, but, like, like, something that when you have the opportunity and you feel comfortable and whatever, like, just, like, get it over with, like, do it as fast as you can because, like, like, oh, what's gonna happen in a year or two years or th three years, like, if you s are still a virgin, like, not necessarily that, like, people will judge you, but more like I judged myself. Um, and I felt abnormal. No, I didn't feel abnormal, but it was more like I, it was honestly more like I felt left out. <laughs> and now I literally could care less. 
you heard it here first, folks. I'm a virgin. But so many other people are my age. Um, which is fine. I don't really care. Also, maybe it's because I'm on birth control and I just don't have a sex drive anymore. So that's pretty... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah. Now I've transitioned more into like... I I don't feel like there's a rush to have sex, but it's more like I may have had this opportunity with this guy and I have so much trouble like feeling this comfortable with a person that I know that the next opportunity will probably be in a really long time. Which again, like I'm not upset that it's going to be a long time until I lose my virginity, but it's more like I won't get the feeling of um, of like, you know, being with another person and like, what's the word? I can't think of it. It's 1218. I'm tired. <laughs> um, you know, love. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. And that sucks, but also it is what it is, and it'll happen. What else have I learned? I started playing tennis with my dad, and this this is so random, but I got this, like, huge, I don't know, this kind of goes back to the idea of, like, oh, I'm capable of things. I should have said this before, but, like, I started playing tennis, and I... Like, all I do is just kind of think about things when I'm playing. And I got a tennis analogy or tennis metaphor or whatever, um, where, like, I'm, everything is all about the combination of the swing and the, like, and the, like, preparation before the hit. And the first few times of me playing... I was just getting used to swinging correctly and like like getting used to the feel of things. And then after that, um, I would like, if I wanted to, I would be able to like hit the ball well and like make it go in the position, in the direction that I wanted to. I'm explaining this really badly. Like I would be able to hit well. Um, but sometimes I would get tired and, like, lazy and, like, kind of not want to, like, run to the next position where the ball is landing so I could hit it well. And so I realized, you know, everything is all about the preparation. Once you have, like, the skill down, it's all about, like, how you run up to the ball. 
And you know what? I'm using this metaphor for real life because once again, I have the capabilities. I can swing. I just need to be able to keep up, run up to the ball. Yep. Um, this episode is so random and I did not write any notes down about it. Oopsie. Um, last thing, because I just brought up tennis and it reminded me of my dad. I'm literally so thankful for my parents. And I feel bad um, because, like, when I was, like, depressed in the first few months of quarantine, I would just be so mean to them for no reason every single day. When they just do the most for me and care about me to the point where... (laughs) I have bad um, col- bad cholesterol and I'm so like I don't want to work out that like my father dragged me out to play tennis just so I can move around and I don't know. I literally have the best parents ever. I mean they have so many fucking issues um, but like compared to others – I'm just so thankful to have them. Oh my God. And I'm happy I'm moving because I know we're going to have like an even better relationship. I always do when I like don't live with them. So. Yeah. I'm going into 2021. Very. Well, okay. Before I say this. I just want to say, I've like I've talked about this before, but like I see my life as a movie, um, very dramatically, very romanticized, you know, state of mind. But I see my life as a movie. Twenty twenty was uh, one of the downfalls, one of the struggle struggle scenes of the movie, and now I see twenty twenty one very symbolically as the come up. I see a lot of hard work and chances and like good things happening I see good things happening I'm not even talking about the end of the pandemic although I can see that in the future also but I just want to like leave my shoebox of a room behind and like go into the world that sounds so dramatic but That is genuinely how I see my life. I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m. tomorrow. I'm going to step on the plane. And I'm going to step into my new apartment that I organized. And I'm going to manage my own money and do my shopping and all that. I'm going to work my jobs and get my degree. And, well, not this year, but, like, work towards getting my major. I'm going to hopefully travel a lot during the summer and work during the summer and learn during the summer. And then, yeah, hopefully just have a shit ton of fun 
and hopefully this is going to be very sad um, for me to say, or like this is going to sound sad, but just like, I hope I'm just like happier and I feel more okay uh, in 2021. And I'm not really one for doing resolutions because I just find them unnecessary. It's like, just do what you want to do. Like, if you have a goal, you know, don't, don't like specifically um, because it's, you know, like New Year's, only do it because of that. Like, just do it at any time. Um, I think the biggest thing that I want for 2020 for 2021 is to be more present um and for time to slow down because that's oh my god I can't can't believe I didn't mention this 2020 has gone by so incredibly fast for me and it's just upsetting because I don't want to live my life saying oh I can't wait until this horrible time in my life has passed because I don't know, even when, like, life is shitty, like, I'd rather have life feel long and slow and experience the moments and experience even the horrible moments rather than, like, like sleep through the year. So, yeah, that's what I hope for 2021. I hope for time to slow down. I hope for me to have more genuine and happy moments and yeah I think I am going to end that off here although I have so much more to say about you know a million things um And I definitely, yeah, just like left so much out, but that's okay. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm literally so responsible. I, who knows if I'm even going to sleep tonight, (laughs) but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, And I hope this made you think about your 2020 and you know, just reflect on the stuff that you struggled with and, but also like the things that made you better this year. And of course, of course, I hope you have an incredible 2021 because God knows we all deserve it after this fucked up year. Okay. See you guys later.